All right, what's up? Welcome everyone to the ninth episode of the Heart to Heart podcast. My name is Hafiz, and today we have a special guest from Isaac, Jasmine. Welcome. Glad to be here. Hey, yo, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make this complicated. What about the time we wasted on our love? All right. Would you like to introduce yourself and the organization real quick? Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Jasmine. I'm the VP of Marketing in Isaac. So basically, we're the world's largest youth-led organization. Um, we exist in over 100 countries. And basically, we're committed to youth leadership and youth development. Um, the way that we do, um, sorry, that we curate youth development is through cross-cultural exchanges. So we send students on internship exchanges and volunteer exchanges um, just to make a difference in the world, um, develop their leadership skills, gain technical skills, and yeah. All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah, honestly, the, um, I... I, I only really heard about this club very recently and I was very, very intrigued. So thank you so much for coming on board. Um, and I can't wait to learn more about it. As everyone uh, who has been listening to podcast knows, there are two aspects to, there are two segments to this podcast. First one is a fun game where what we do is we're going to ask each other lighthearted questions and we're going to be incorporating three random words into each question. And the second aspect of it, we're going to get to know her and the club a bit more. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So my first question for you is, all right. So if you could put just one word into any document in history, what word would you choose and where would you put it? And your words are poor doubt and trivial okay let me think this one through for a second um when i think of documents all i can think of is like the charter of rights and freedoms <laughs> so um sorry could you repeat the words again poor doubt and trivial Okay, so the Charter of Rights and Freedoms has um, had a lot of um, doubt on, I think, the quality over the years, but there has been some changes on like poor wording to be more inclusive. Um, so yeah, I think that um, the issues that people have brought up in regards to like indigenous rights and stuff like that are definitely not, it's definitely not like a trivial matter, um, something that should be addressed. And I'm glad that the edits have gone through, but I think that there is more progress to um make in terms of like documentation and yeah well done you nailed that good job so um if you could describe any item on your bucket list what would it be um and your words are peasant freedom and quarrel all right so in terms of items that are um or an item that's on my bucket list i i guess it would have to be um you know an industrialized like electric skateboard because like i'm just picturing myself you know going around town just just like cruising on grass on sand on road you know the bumpy roads and whatnot just uh, it feels like freedom you know um and, and not like 
not like a peasant. You know, it just doesn't, you, you kind of don't want to feel like one. Um, and some, you know what, you know what? I've erased a car before like with, with, with an electric skateboard, but like now with, with this industrialized one, because I can start quarreling with the with, with the drivers in the car, you know, just go up right beside them, just look at their window and be like, "Yo, my car is fast, not even a car. <laughs> my skateboard's faster than yours," and then just laugh at them. Like, That's not good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, great. That was a random answer, <laughs> but all right, cool, cool, cool. So, um, your next question is. All right. So if you if you died and you had to choose one place to hunt for the rest of your life, sorry, for the rest of eternity, where would you choose to hunt? And your words are cook, stock and pursuit. Um, OK. So honestly, I think anyone in like retail or a fast paced like restaurant environment can feel me on this. So I would definitely pursue or be on pursuit of my old um, restaurant that I worked at, the the manager that worked there, because honestly, he was a horrible cook. Um, he yelled at me when I would make something like slightly too, I don't know, just not up to par with his taste, even though I thought it tasted good. So I would definitely haunt him and um, steal all of the stock in the kitchen so that his business would shut down. That was very right, malicious. Right. <laughs> hey, as long as it gets the job done, it does get the job done. So, if you had to be um, any animal, what would you be? And your words are appear, terminal, and business. Hmm. It's completely uncorrelated. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm probably gonna have to go for a generic answer here, but I feel like that would be the closest to me. So I'd say I'd say a lion, right? And and here's why. If you notice, right, lions are not the strongest in the jungle. They're not the fastest. They're not the smartest. But they have a bit of everything, right? They appear to be the most complete animal right they when they do anything they mean business right and a lot of them are not terminally ill so yeah <laughs> okay okay that was good <laughs> that last one made no sense <laughs> <laughs> you got the job done you got the job done that was you got the job done, got the job done. okay um all right so my next question for you is all right, you get one text, no more than 160 characters that gets sent to everyone's phone. What does it say? And your words are crash, way, and housing. Okay. Guys, the housing market is about to crash. This is going to weigh heavy on my consciousness if I don't tell you to go get yourself a house right now. Yo. Damn, you care <laughs> what? Yo, what? Hi, hi. Okay, that, that was, was good. I'm gonna take credit for that. That was, that was sick. Yo, one sentence. Okay, that's not even fair. That's not fair. No, no, no. That's not fair. <laughs> okay, so next question would be, um, what was your favorite subject 
in school growing up. Um, and your words are critical, show, and rainbow. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say I had a favorite subject growing up, unless we consider gym, but like it's not really a subject. Um, so I didn't have a favorite subject, but I had a worse subject, all right? And it was math. I'm very critical of math, all right? They, see, what they expect to do is they, 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 they'll like show you how something works, all right? And then be like, come do it, as if it's all rainbows and, and sunshines and whatnot. That's just not how it works. I hate math. <laughs> I feel you. I actually hate math too. There we go. There Good we job. go. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, right, that right. was fire. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Cool. 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 So your next question is. All right. What cute cartoon character would be absolutely terrifying if it existed in the real world? And your words are fix reality and skip hmm, that's a really good question so you know spongebob comes across as this really nice fun loving guy but in reality if i saw a giant sponge walking down the road just like giggling um non-stop honestly i would fix him a punch <laughs> um and yeah i mean like i've never skipped an episode of spongebob but honestly like if i did see him in real life i feel like that would be pretty terrifying all right well done well done that's a that's a great answer all right so what inanimate object would you be if you could transform into it and your words are widen top and protest okay um okay so the one thing i do not want to be um is, is a statue for a couple reasons um first of all we've been seeing a lot of protests happen recently right and uh okay, for, okay if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be a statue right like i'd want it to be in like a really cool place i'm talking like the top of the cn tower right so somewhere that's really epic like and the place obviously the room is really wide right so it's going to be room for people to come around and protest because they're going to hate me eventually no we're not going to say i was like why are they <laughs> protesting <laughs> that took, that took, yeah, that took no i'm good turn. That took a <laughs> is that justifiable or should i try again I think it worked. If you want to try again, go ahead. I think it worked. All right, we'll go with it. Just go with it. It's a dark turn. <laughs> all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. So we're going to go with that. All right, all right. So your next question is, what animal would be the cutest if it was the size of a chihuahua? And the animal needs to be bigger than the size of a lion. And your words are bulletin, thought, and dressing. All right, so just some food for thought. I know that um, giraffes are like pretty ginormous animals, so I'd be interested to see how they look. It's like a cute little, I guess the size of a cute little chihuahua. Um, I remember one time um, seeing an ad on a volunteer board um, about giraffe awareness, and it was like, it was like um, dressing up as like a human and i thought it was really cute so that'd be something that i'd be down to see 
Hey, yeah, that was really well done. I like that. It really was, but thank you. No, it was. You combined them all, and it made sense. Like, come on, like one more. <laughs> like that's that's all we could ask. Okay, so next question, very basic question, but if you had any superpower, what would it be, and why? And your question, I mean your words, sorry, are ideology, able, and draw. Okay, um, cool superpower for me, uh, the ability to fly, all right? First of all, being able to fly is something that's cool, really cool. Um, and because like, you know, growing up, we've always drawn pictures of birds and whatnot. And we also had the ideology that, you know, birds are drawn with um, like just in, I don't know what the shape is, but like... Uh, I used to draw birds terribly. I still draw birds terribly. I can't draw at all. Um, but like flying and this time, or maybe, maybe if I was able to fly like a bird, I'd be able to get a better view of the bird and then I'd be able to draw the bird better or not at all. I don't know. That was really good. Did I use the word ideology correctly? <laughs> I think it works. Yeah, totally. <laughs> all right, cool. We're just going to go ahead with that. My All cat right. is currently meowing like crazy. Hey, we like cats here. We like okay. cats. They're all good. All good. All good. Um, all right. Thank you so much for participating in this part of it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I hope you did as well. And um, yeah, now we're gonna be jumping to the next part of it. We're gonna ask you a couple questions about the organization and yourself. And all right, let's let's jump right into it. So uh, my first question to you is. Tell me a bit more about the club. Tell me a bit more about the club, what it is, what you do. I know you briefly introduced it, but if you don't mind uh, diving a bit more into it, um, appreciate that. Yeah, so um, Isaac is partnered with the UN actually. And um, our so we have two products, internships and volunteers. So for volunteer exchanges, basically um, students have the opportunity to go to another country to work on um, a sustainability development goal. So we have um, goals like no poverty, um, health, education, um, gender equality. So all of these are goals outlined by um, the UN to work on. I think it was by 2030 um, to like fix these like social issues that are working in the that are sorry happening in the world. Um, and yeah, and then with our internship product, um, really gives students an opportunity to experience the world, um, the working world outside of like just Canada. So yeah, that's something like really cool that we're excited to give students the chance to um, experience because. Um, yeah, as I've mentioned, the world outside of just like here where we live in is so much more different, diverse. Um, there's so much more to experience. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, the world is very large, vast, and there's so many things that we just don't know about unless, and we won't know about it unless we do get the chance to see it ourselves and get to experience it. Um, so, let's assume this is someone's first interaction with your club right what should they know about the club or organization um the first thing i would say is that we're not i feel like this is kind of corny but we're not just an ordinary club we actually don't even um clarify 
or distinguish ourselves as a club, we rather call ourselves an organization um, because we have such strong like affiliations with like national entities, for example, the UN. Um, and we really do care about leadership development through action. I think that while awareness is very, uh, like, very important, I think that the way that you really see the world um, is through action and immersing yourself in an experience. So Isaac um, promotes leadership through actual action instead of just like theory and awareness. So I think that, yeah, those are the two points that I want to drive home, real action. And um, we're not like other clubs. We have like real affiliates in like the global like scale of governments and stuff. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I like that. Um, I feel like I feel like if you make that distinction between club and organization, um, people's perspective of people's perspective of it changed slightly as well, because usually, you know, you associate clubs with something to have fun, right? Something to something that's a, a bit more casual versus if you call it an organization, um, and like you show that there's a clear distinction between the two, then they'd be more inclined to take it more seriously, and especially the affiliation with the United Nations. That definitely um, gets people to take it a bit more seriously, which is great. Um, so what, what is something that people seem to misunderstand about, about your organization? So um, while we are definitely a very established organization um, with ties in like different countries and, and the UN, um, people think that we are like just all business, um, all work, no play. But honestly, um, on our Instagram, we posted a lot of like uh, behind the scenes footage, I guess, of like our socials or meetings. And they're honestly so fun. And the people that I work with are so down to earth and really committed to supporting each other um, and being friends, not just like a like I'm not like there's no hierarchy, really. So I think that that's something that I wanted to drive home um, while we do. We are an established organization. It's equally work hard, play hard. I like that. I like that. And I feel like the certain, the certain clubs, I guess, yeah, this would more so apply to clubs. Um, actually, even organizations that are not clubs. I feel like they take their roles a little too seriously, if you ask me. Because, like, extracurricular activities, at least in my eyes, th through my eyes, right, in my opinion, should be something that isn't too stressful. It should be something that um, provides you with a bit of fulfillment while enjoying your time, right? So not everyone necessarily likes to play games every time. That's perfectly fine. Um, but if playing games is your thing, then a club related to games would be great for you, right? But it shouldn't be something that's um, stressful. If doing research is your thing and that's what you like to do, you know, in your free time and that's what gets you the downtime, then a club that's related to that should be it. But regardless at the end of the day i think what's um what a lot of people tend to forget is the is the fact that extracurriculars should be just that extracurriculars and it shouldn't be it shouldn't feel like work like as soon as it starts feeling like work you're not going to want to be there because you're not getting paid and you're bringing back all those terrible memories because like obviously it's terrible if there's anyone out there who enjoys your job <laughs> kudos to you like congratulations that's not most people though um yeah I definitely agree with that. Um, being passionate about something that you're involved in is definitely like a very key thing. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right. Um, okay, so if I could remove, so if all barriers and constraints were removed and you could take on whatever project you want to take on, 
what project would you want to take on? Um, so as I mentioned, uh, we send students on cultural exchanges and internships and volunteers. Um, but there obviously are costs associated with like you picking up and like leaving to another country. Um, but we do see value in like people going on these excursions. So if there were no cost limits, um, honestly, I would want to like get every youth I could possibly like um, reach out to to go on these exchanges without having to worry about costs. Um, obviously, that is a very ideal world because we do live in a world where there are um, economic disparities. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that I want to do. Get every my goal is to get everyone that I can um, to go and experience a culture that, a culture that is outside of their comfort zone abroad. Because yeah, it really awakens your mindset. Okay. Um, okay. So, why does your organization believe that international exposure um, or experience is uh, so important? Um, well, we believe that international exposure is important just because um, there's so much to see beyond like our borders. Um, for example, I know that Canada has a very um, strict culture and work culture in terms of you come in on you come in on time there's not a lot of like socializing or fraternizing outside of like work at least for a lot of organizations um whereas um, when we heard from one of our past interns that came back she went to germany and it's very much like you spend 20 minutes before your shift starts and you're just like having coffee with everyone and socializing and everyone's talking about their families so like um that's just one small example of like how experiencing a different world outside of your borders is definitely a very awakening experience and that I think um, everyone should have the opportunity to yeah endure. All right, all right. Um, so th let's picture a scenario, right? Let's say I apply and I get accepted in a position of intern. What would it look like for me during the duration of where I'm gone or of when I'm gone, sorry. So yeah, a special thing about Isaac um, compared to other uh, organizations who kind of offer the same, like, okay, you're gonna go abroad um, for an internship is that we actually assign someone to be your exchange participant manager is the official term who um, guides you along the whole process. Um, you have an exchange participant manager in your home country, so here in Canada um, with York, and then you also have one to your host country. So, for example, let's say if you're going to Mexico, um, there's always someone or a group of people to be there um, with you to guide you along your process. So, for example, like your exchange participant in um, Mexico would literally pick you up from the airport. So, as soon as you get there, um, you have someone picking you up from the airport. Um, they kind of run you down, help you with like the language barrier. Um, even before you get there, we have classes and consultations um, on like specific phrases and like food, culture, everything like that. So then when you touch down in um, Mexico, everything's gonna be perfect. Um, and then you also have accommodations normally. So you will be with a host family, you'll be provided food um depending on if you're going on an internship or a volunteer exchanges your like actual your day in the life would look like different because um you could be like a teacher for example or you could be working in like a corporate environment so like that kind of differs but um the consistency with like there's always someone being there to support you is like going to be there no matter what 
All right, awesome. And I think that's, uh, I guess, a concern that a lot of people might have. It's like I'm heading into a new country and I don't know anything about the environment. Um, so that is, that's absolutely great to hear. Um, what are some of the more popular destinations per se? So some of the popular destinations that we send um, students on exchange to would be Taiwan, Turkey, Brazil, and Mexico. Yeah, all really exciting countries. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like the, the culture is very different in all the different places that you did um, name, which is great. And again, seeing a different culture is very, very important. How much would it cost a student? Great question. So um, going abroad obviously does have like certain things that you have to consider, for example, like actually booking the flight, visa, etc. But um, we actually walk through like all of the costs um, and like possibilities of like grants with York University um, with all of our students or potential exchange participants. Um, and the way that you can that we go through all of those costs with you is by booking a consultation with us, which you can totally do that on our website. I mean, on our Instagram page, uh, Isaac and Rick. Um, yeah. All right. And my last question for you right now is, what should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask? That's a good question. Um, I would say students usually have questions about how how are they going to find the right opportunity for them because there are a lot of opportunities on our website um so for example you can go like horse riding in brazil or you can have like a really corporate like um internship in germany for example or teach in taiwan so um in terms of navigating the world of like a lot of opportunities um so in our consultation we actually like ask you um, what your goals are for going on exchange, what you want to accomplish. Is it like a career goal or is it more like um, personal exploration? So by navigating like those things and it's based on your goals, we help kind of narrow down the opportunities um, and like just kind of find the best fit for you um, and place you in an opportunity that you would feel the most comfortable in. All right. Awesome. That's great. Um, we're going to play a quick game of this or that. So rapid fire stuff, rapid fire edition. All right. So I'm going to randomly ask you questions and this is just you personally. We're going to cool down from the, the, um, Isaac questions <laughs> and just, just go into these, um, quick questions. All right. Ready? Yep. All right. Dog or cat? Cat. Nice. Netflix or YouTube? Um, YouTube. Phone call or text? Phone call. Cardio or weights? A cardio. Instagram or Snapchat? Snapchat. Ice cream cone or snow cone? Ice cream cone. Mobile games or console games? Uh, mobile. While walking, music or podcasts? Sorry, repeat the question. <laughs> so while walking, music or podcasts? Music. iOS or Android? iOS all day. So we're about to have beef. Um, big party or small gathering? Small gathering. Uh, new clothes or new phone? New clothes. Rich friend or loyal friend? Loyal friend. Work hard or play hard? Uh, work hard. Nice car or nice home interior? Nice home interior. What's worse, laundry or dishes? Dishes. 
superstitious. All right, all right, all right. Awesome. Thank you so much for a wonderful episode. I learned a lot about Isaac, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of other people, a lot of the viewers will um, learn about it. Um, your social media information. What social media platforms are you guys on? So we're on Instagram. Um, that's our main platform at Isaac in York, but we recently expanded to LinkedIn. So, and it's the same thing, Isaac in York. Okay. So social media will be put up on somewhere on the screen. Be able to see him. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to do some more research on it too. You know, see what kind of opportunities there are for me too. You know, <laughs> got to do research and whatnot. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I definitely learned a lot and I'm sure all the listeners have learned a lot as well. And uh, yeah, uh, peace out, everyone. Thank you for listening. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.